The Ninth Plague. Bo, come. 28-01-2023. Sixth of the Eleventh Moon, 5783. Torah, Exodus 10 colon 111 colon 3. Half Era, Jeremiah 46 colon 13, 46 colon 28. Welcome to this week's episode of readings from the Torah and Haftarah titled Bama Hebrew word that means come. For your consideration, I shall be focusing on the ninth plague which the Mighty One caused Egypt to undergo so that they may turn away from the idols that they were used to worshipping and accept his offer of redemption. As you now know if you listen to Midwife Egypt, these punishments that Egypt suffered on account of their rebellious nature were the design of the Mighty One to show them his power and might and cause them to return to his embrace as the prophet Isaiah foretold and as the prophet Jeremiah agrees, ultimately, Egypt will confess the name of the Mighty One and accept his son as their savior and redeemer in the same way as Israel will do too. The ninth plague is a plague of darkness all over the land of Egypt, so thick that it can be felt. This thick darkness covered the land of Egypt for a period of three days except for the places where the Israelites were living. The plague was designed to make Pharaoh change his mind about keeping the children of Israel in bondage. Since the darkness was so thick, people could not see themselves. This inability to see is similar to the way the truth appears to any person who is rebellious, wicked, and loves a life of sinning. In this specific instance, the Mighty One designed all of his plagues to rubbish the idols that the Egyptians were worshipping. While the people of Egypt could see that this was the handiwork of the Mighty One, Pharaoh's heart refused the evidence before him as he continued like so many persons today, thinking he was wise and crafty, to rebel against the authority, power and, love of the Mighty One. He missed the opportunity of receiving for himself and his citizens the salvation that would benefit them all. As the man Job well understood. Job chapter 5 verse 8 to verse 14. But as for me, I would seek the Mighty One, and I would submit my case to the Mighty One, who is doing great and unsearchable deeds, innumerable wonders, who is giving rain on the earth's face, and is sending waters on the field's face, to set the lowly on high, and those who mourn shall be lifted to safety, thwarting the schemes of the crafty, so that their hands do not work effectively catching the wise in their own craftiness, and the counsel of schemers are swept away. By day they encounter darkness, and at noon they grope as in the night. End of quote. And here, this pharaoh is thinking he is wise and crafty or so he thought. He wanted the Israelites to leave hostages to ensure that they would return after they had gone to worship Yahweh, the Mighty One. Exodus chapter 10 verse 7 to verse 11. And Pharaoh's servants said to him, Till when would this one be a snare to us? Let the men go, so that they serve Yahweh their mighty one. Do you not yet know that Egypt is destroyed? And Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh, and he said to them, Go, serve Yahweh your mighty one. Who are the ones that are going? And Moses said, We are going with our young and our old, with our sons and our daughters, with our flocks and our herds we are going, for we have a festival to Yahweh. And he said to them, Let Yahweh be with you as I let you and your little ones go. Watch, for evil is before your face. Not so. You men go now, and serve Yahweh for that is what you desired. And they were driven out from the presence of Pharaoh. End of quote. 
Exodus chapter 10 verse 21 to verse 29. And Yahweh said to Moses, Stretch out your hand toward the heavens, and let there be darkness over the land of Egypt, even a darkness which is felt. And Moses stretched out his hand toward the heavens, and there was thick darkness in all the land of Egypt for three days. They did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days, while all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. And Pharaoh called to Moses and said, Go, serve Yahweh, only leave your flocks and your herds behind. Let your little ones go with you too. But Moses said, You yourself are to provide us with slaughterings and ascending offerings, to prepare for Yahweh our Mighty One. And our livestock are to go with us too, not a hoof is to be left behind, for we have to take some of them to serve Yahweh our Mighty One, and we ourselves do not know with what we are to serve Yahweh until we come there. However, Yahweh strengthened the heart of Pharaoh, and he would not let them go. And Pharaoh said to him, Get away from me. Watch yourself and see my face no more, for in the day you see my face you die. And Moses said, You have spoken rightly, never again do I see your face. End of quote. Students of the Bible will recognize the attitude towards the truth which Pharaoh displayed. They will remember that this mindset is clearly defined in the Psalms and in the Proverbs, so that if a believer in the light of the Mighty One, Yahashua Messiah comes across this kind of behavior, it is no longer a surprising thing. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 19 The way of the wicked is like darkness. They don't know what they stumble over. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20 to verse 21 Woe to those who call evil good, and good evil, who put darkness for light, and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes, and prudent in their own sight. Psalms chapter 82 verse 1 to verse 5 A Psalm by Azaph The Mighty One presides in the Great Assembly. He judges among Mighty Ones. How long will you judge unjustly, and show partiality to the wicked? Selah. Defend the weak, the poor, and the fatherless. Maintain the rights of the poor and oppressed. Rescue the weak and needy. Deliver them out of the hand of the wicked. They don't know, neither do they understand. They walk back and forth in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. End of quote. It is from this darkness that the Mighty One sent His Son Yahashua Messiah to redeem all who will believe. This is the reason why He died and was brought back to life on the third day, and now He cannot die anymore because He has conquered and defeated death, a victory that He wants to share with everyone who is thirsty and hungry, anyone who is tired and weary of the deceit and troubles that the darkness of this present age presents. A darkness ruled and governed by principalities and powers. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. End of quote. Yes. The fight that believers are engaged in as Moses was doing, is against the darkness of this world which is present in the hearts of people. Just as the hearts and minds of people was in darkness many, Many years ago in the time of Moses and the Pharaoh that you are hearing about, so too even to this day, there is darkness that must be overcome in the hearts and in the minds of people who have not accepted to follow in the light of Yahashua Messiah. 
Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 to verse 14. Giving thanks to the Father, who made us fit to be partakers of the inheritance of the consecrated ones in light, who delivered us out of the power of darkness, and translated us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have our redemption, the forgiveness of our sins. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 4 to verse 5. But you, brothers, aren't in darkness, that the day should overtake you like a thief. You are all children of light, and children of the day. We don't belong to the night, nor to darkness. 1 John chapter 1 verse 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him, and walk in darkness, we lie, and do not the truth. Luke chapter 11 verse 34 to verse 35. The light of the body is the eye, therefore when your eye is single, your whole body also is full of light, but when your eye is evil, your body also is full of darkness. Take care therefore that the light which is in you is not darkness. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 6 to verse 9. Because it is contained in scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, chosen, and precious, he who believes in him will not be disappointed. For you who believe therefore is the honor, but for those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected, has become the chief cornerstone, and, a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense. For they stumble at the word, being disobedient, to which also they were appointed. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a people for the mighty one's own possession, that you may proclaim the excellence of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. End of quote. As the half-era portion for reading this week points out, you as a person should not allow this opportunity to pass you by as the Pharaoh's eye in the time of Moses and in the time of Jeremiah did. If your life is not filled with the light of Yahashua Messiah, and as the mighty one Yahweh has warned, do not allow this time to pass you by. Jeremiah chapter 46 verse 12 to verse 17. The nations have heard of your shame, and the earth is full of your cry, for the mighty man has stumbled against the mighty, they are fallen both of them together. The word that Yahweh spoke to Jeremiah the prophet, how that Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon should come and strike the land of Egypt. Declare in Egypt, and publish in Migdal, and publish in Memphis and in Tophanhes, say, Stand forth, and prepare, for the sword has devoured around you. Why are your strong ones swept away? They didn't stand, because Yahweh pushed them. He made many to stumble, yes, they fell one on another, and they said, Arise, and let us go again to our own people, and to the land of our birth, from the oppressing sword. They cried there, Pharaoh king of Egypt is but a noise, he has let the appointed time pass by. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 to verse 13. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says Yahweh, thoughts of peace, and not of evil, to give you hope and a future. You shall call on me, and you shall go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You shall seek me, and find me, when you shall search for me with all your heart. Proverbs chapter 8 verse 17. I love those who love me. Those who seek me diligently will find me. End of quote. My name is Orlerly Erihadite Micaiah, and by the power of the Spirit of the Mighty One, through Yahashua Messiah sharing with you things about the way of Yahweh which I follow.
Each episode of the Assembly of Yahweh Natsreya podcast will offer opportunities to learn from the scripture and connect with the original sense and purpose practiced by the earliest followers of Yahashua Messiah since around year 30 in our common era, on the delightsomely beautiful narrow and difficult way, the Sovereign's Highway, that leads to eternal life. Thank you for listening. This digital media is produced by DM10 Enterprise, for Assembly of Yahweh Natsreya.